And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, I'm going to compare and contrast selling a house, a rental property in today's market versus selling one in yesterday's market. And it seems like just yesterday, but let's just say last year. I'm in the process of selling a home now. And I did sell one at the top of the market. It closed last December, so just under a year ago. And boy, the world has really changed in just a few months. It has been an incredible upside down trend and turn and change in just a very, very short amount of time. I've got a ton of data to share with you on that, on just how much the market has changed. And then toward the end of the show, we'll get into the strategies and, and methodologies I use to sell both properties or well the, the one property I have now is under contract so cross your fingers that uh, we get to that finish line but we'll talk about that we'll talk about some differences uh, in the two markets because they are very much night and day although some of the strategies I'm using to sell uh, apply in both markets they applied in the quote-unquote seller market last year and they will apply in the quote-unquote buyer market right now. But it's no secret that sales of existing homes are trending down rapidly. Why? Rising interest rates with no end in sight, none. I fully expect the Fed to raise another three-quarter point in November and raise another three-quarter points in February. I, I truly believe that's going to happen. They have to get this inflation under control and Everything is much more expensive, is it not? Fuel, food, uh, any any sort of material goods, clothing, you name it. It is all up. And, and they'll tell you the consumer price index uh, is over 8%. I truly believe it's much greater than that. There's a, a website you can go to called Shadow Graphs, and it, it uses metrics that were accepted, say, in the 80s and 90s, and then it applies those metrics to, for instance, consumer price index that you see today. And they've just changed how they measure it. And so it seems, uh, hey, it's only 8%. No, it's, it's 15, 20 plus. Things are much more expensive. Do you think they're only up 8%? I mean, no way. Uh, and I've got a couple of articles to review that's going to just tell you how crazy the market uh, is getting quickly. But I want you to understand, you can still sell a home in this market. I have some strategies and methodologies that I will share with you. And again, I'm in the process of selling a rental property now. I'll explain why that makes sense for me. It makes sense for me to do it. Some of you may be saying, Harrison, you're crazy. Why don't you just hold on to it? No, now's the time to sell. Uh, and we'll go into that. And I want to compare that to the home I sold last year, literally at the top of the market. We closed last December. It was a seller's market. Uh, but again, the market, we can't necessarily pick our markets, right? We can try to time it, but that's not always the right thing to do. I think you get in trouble when you time a market. 
But I let's just say that I'm glad the economy in Texas remains strong and diversified, right? We always say buy, uh, don't buy the crazy house, buy the 322 uh, in the decent neighborhood, best product, best price, and that's going to protect you through times like today. It, it protects you in more ways than I think most people uh, realize it. It's, it's protecting the home I have now, even with these high interest rates and that's going to affect the buyer's debt to income. There, there's a lot that um, we'll go into what what's happening out there and, and how the market has changed. But let's just start with this this one article. I pulled this just the other day. Uh, the title is Housing Market Update. Seller's time on market doubles from spring as buyers wait for prices and or rates to come down. So just from the headline there, two big things to note. Time on market has doubled just from the spring, from just six months ago. Houses time on market before selling is is taking twice as long. And then it says that there's a lot of buyers that are going to wait for prices and or rates to come down. They may be waiting for some time. I don't see, uh, are there, well, real estate's local. So you're going to be able to find a deal out there. But in general, are prices of houses going to come down slightly because of the economy, but home values are going to stay strong. I'll tell you why. If builders, if we get into this recession and builders stop building like they always do, typically during most recessions, then that's going to create, uh, it's going to put even more pressure on housing. We don't have enough housing now to handle essentially the needs of everybody. And so as soon as we break through uh, those prices, if they do come down, are, are going to go straight back up as soon as we get through this this recession, as soon as we get interest rates come down. But again, I don't think that's happening anytime soon. I think we may be in for at least a 18-month to two-year ride. So let's just start this article out. It says, U.S. housing market activity is continuing to slow down as mortgage rates sit at a 20-year high. Pending home sales and new listings saw both their biggest year-over-year drops since the start of the pandemic, dipping to levels roughly on par with April of 2020. So in April of 2020, March and April of 2020, you're going to see a lot of data today. You're going to hear a lot of data that I cite. We're at the worst that we've we've been, except during those times. We're equal to those times. At least we had a pandemic and lockdowns to blame during those times. We don't have that excuse today. We don't. It's all about inflation and interest rates. So if we continue on, what's another what's another bellwether? What's another sign that things are trending down? Well, mortgage purchase applications fell to their lowest level in 25 years. I'm Mike Harrison. If you'd like to send me an email, my email address is askmike at luinc.com. Askmike at luinc.com. I'm here to help you if you want to learn how you can get started investing in real estate, or if you want to learn more about Lifestyles Unlimited, really anything at all, please reach out. Also, there's four ways to consume the Lifestyles Unlimited radio network content. YouTube, we have our own YouTube page. Just go to YouTube, type in Lifestyles Unlimited. There's a ton of information and content there. Obviously, our website, lifestylesunlimited.com, you can click on the radio button, and there's decades of shows there. You can also scroll down. There's an information bar down below or a search bar. Just put in whatever topic you're interested in, and you'll find a ton of info there. 
podcast app on your smartphone. That's my favorite way to do it. Just subscribe to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, and it'll upload automatically, and you can listen to the show in your free time. And you could live stream us on your favorite radio station. If you know the show is on, just that radio station's website. If you're on the Internet, click on Listen Now, and you can catch the show then. So today I'm talking about selling a rental property in today's market. And I'm going to compare that to selling one in the quote-unquote seller's market that was just literally just a few months ago. I mean, the world has changed literally overnight. I mean, just in the span of a very short period of time, we are in a much different place now. Now, you may be saying, hey, Harrison, with the current market conditions, it's not a good idea to sell a home. And I'll tell you, it's not ideal, okay? It's not ideal. However, I look at this whole process of investing in real estate. This is a long-term plan here, okay? I'm not going to time the market. I'm ready to free those dollars out of that property now so that I can redeploy them into other properties or another property later in a few months from now, right? I'm not going to keep it very long, but there are going to be opportunities out there. So it makes sense for me. For me. I've owned this home for seven years. I refinanced it and pulled some money out of that property in 2018. Now it's time to sell and free those dollars, redeploy those dollars into more real estate. Now, I do realize one thing. If I don't sell now, as in before the end of the year, and knock on wood, I am under contract on this property, I will need to go back and rent the property, okay? So it's not a loser for me. It's a cash-flowing property. It cash flows just fine. But I do realize if I don't sell now, as in by the end of the year, I need to go back and, and rent this property. The one side I don't necessarily, what I don't like about that is it means I'm going to have to end up keeping the house for another 12, 18 months, maybe even two years, right? Keep in mind, a lease is a 12-month lease. I feel the property will lease quickly, so I'll, I'll probably... Uh, for all intents and purposes, if I do need to lease it out, I can get someone in there in December. Yeah, I know there's Christmas or at the at the start of the year, but it's a 12-month lease, right? So that puts me into January of 2024. I don't think the market will be much better then. I might do an 18-month lease so that it would free up, say, in June of 2024. The summer months are always better to sell houses. But again, we might be sitting on 10 or 11% interest rates during that time. So again, I want to free this property now. Cashing out for me right now is the better move. Can I do it? I don't know. I'll keep you posted. It is under contract. Uh, and I'm going to share some of the strategies later in the show that I've used to get that house essentially under contract. Now, more evidence that we that the world has changed, uh, that it's not a seller's market anymore. I was pulling some information from an article that came out um, just last week. The housing market update. Sellers' time on market doubles from spring as buyers wait for prices and or rates to come down. So another fact in this article is they talk that sales are dropping more than listings. Okay, so homes are taking twice as long to sell. But the price that people are having to lower the price of the property, it goes on to say a record share of sellers are dropping their asking price and the typical home is selling for less than its final asking price. Yes, the biggest discount since August of 2020. Now, in 2020, we had the pandemic to blame. We don't have a pandemic to blame right now. This is just flat out inflation. It's caused by inflation. You print enough money, right? More dollars chasing 
a finite amount of goods, and it's going to cause the price of those goods to go up, 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 up. And now everything is so expensive that the Fed is trying to essentially take a, a fire hose and put that fire out. And the only way they can do it is raise rates, raise rates, raise rates. And they're going to raise them again in November, and I fully expect them to raise them again in February. I don't see any near-term end to this. So if you're looking at the article again, it says, with rates sitting above 6.5% for three weeks, no indication they'll come down before the end of the year. People are only buying and selling homes if they need to. Well, I don't need to sell this property. I want to. So that's kind of a blanket statement that they said. But I think in the whole perspective of the market, yes, there are people that have to sell their properties for whatever reason. Uh, maybe they're getting transferred. Um, maybe there's a job change. Maybe there's a life change in there. Uh, maybe they've got a bridge loan and it's going to reset at these higher rates and they can't afford the higher rates. There's going to be all kinds of reasons why people must sell. But again, it's not ideal to sell a home right now. I shared why I'm selling my property. So looking at the article, it says prospective buyers are waiting for prices and or mortgage rates to come down. Friends, I don't think prices or mortgage rates are going to come down too much. Um, real estate's local. You can find your deal, but there's just too much demand for the right house in the right neighborhood uh, is going to maintain its value, right? Are there going to be some outliers? Yes, absolutely. So if uh, that, that means buyers, if, if they're really going to wait, they're probably going to have to, to wait a long time. Um, I mean, how long will it take us to get back to 3%? interest rates. It might take us years. They may never go back to those low rates again. So the article says homes will eventually sell, but it may take a few months. That's correct. That is absolutely correct. This one's taken a little longer than the one I sold at the top of the market. Um, we're needing to meet the buyers where they can buy, right? Uh, so that does mean a little bit lower price. It does mean a little bit more negotiation. It may mean giving the buyer a credit. Um, to help them whatever they need, you know, maybe pay for repairs or buy down their mortgage rate. Uh, it could very well mean that. Following this article, though, it says prospective sellers may also consider renting out their home for a few months until demand recovers. Friends, don't do that. I've had a number of people on this show that started their real estate investing path and many of them were accidental landlords for this exact reason. I purchased a home from somebody uh, that decided they got transferred and they thought it was a great idea to let family members live in that property. So people are going to get clever and crafty, but I want to warn anybody from becoming an accidental landlord that has not been educated into that process. Um, and people are going to stumble into it and they're going to get in trouble. Uh, so, yeah, if a seller can't sell the home, they're going to get desperate. Hey, maybe I can rent it out for a few months and then they don't screen the resident or they get some crazy people in there. Or um, oftentimes it's friends and family. They let them rent it and it, it never turns out well. My name is Mike Harrison. We'll continue this on the other side. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. You allowed 15,000 members into your Thank sandbox. You. Thank yeah. you. 
and so that speaks volumes. So for that, and as a family. So you know why I did that? Everybody always asks, why did you do this? Because I was an ugly kid. My parents used to have to put a pork chop around my neck so the dog would play with me. And so I always wanted to have friends, and I figured if I could make people rich, they might be my friend. Join Dell and his successful friends. Start with the free online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I'm discussing today just how rapidly the housing market has changed, literally in just a few months. And I'm citing some data from some articles that I pulled and read. And this is near and dear to me because I am selling a rental property right now. I'm going through the process. It makes sense for me. The time is now to sell. And I do realize that if I don't sell this property before the end of the year, sell it like now, um, it's it's going to need to be rented. I am under contract. So uh, keep your fingers crossed that we go through. Uh, and I there were some things that I needed to do, some strategies involved in, in selling that property, and, and I will share those. But the housing market is way down. Now, is this all doom and gloom? No, for us that are real estate investors, this is a good time. This is a good time for us. If we have rental property, keep it rented, right? Keep that resident in there. We don't have to sell. I don't have to sell this property that I'm selling. I'm not desperate about it at all. There are going to be, however, some desperate sellers. There are going to be people that must sell their property for whatever reason. It always happens during these times. Okay. People need to sell property. People need to buy property. What's what's the issue? Well, very high interest rates, highest interest rates that we've had in decades. Okay. But it is, it's a, it's a buyer's market. It wasn't a buyer's market just a few months ago. So keep that in mind when you're doing the math on which homes you can afford. Uh, now's your opportunity. Negotiate down the sale price. Um, make a lowball offer. You couldn't have done that six months ago, right? You can do it now. So ask for concessions, ask for repairs, make up for those high mortgage rates. And when you're putting this together, the mortgage rate is only one factor in the entire equation. You want to make sure that property cash flows. That's one of our primary rules. We're not going to buy a property that doesn't cash flow. So you're going to have to plug in 7% interest rates. So these leading indicators that uh, are changed, let me just let me just share a few of them. For the week ending October 20th, right? Just a short time ago, 30-year mortgage rates rose to 6.94%. And that's trending up, right? It's it's up from the previous week and it's trending up. It's going to go higher. What's another indicator? Um, if you just look at uh, Google searches, right? Homes for sale, Google searches are down, right? For the week ending October 15th, they're down 32% from one year earlier, an entire third of people. And you know what a frenzy it was just a year ago. So that's way down. Uh, there's another, there's an index. It's a Redfin home buyer demand index. And what that is, is that's a measure of how many home tours um, and other services that are offered during the, the home. But so you can measure activity that way. So home tours are down 31% year over year to its lowest level since May 20th. Those are trending 
down. They're continuing to go down. We had the, the pandemic to blame in 2020. We don't have that to blame conveniently now. It's literally just interest rates and inflation. So uh, looking at that, it says touring activity as of October 16th was down 25% uh, compared to an 8% increase the same time last year. Mortgage purchase applications, I mentioned those, down 4.5% week over week, lowest level since 1997. So, and, and speaking of mortgage, listen to this. Uh, this may knock your socks off, but the monthly mortgage payment on a median asking price of a home climbed to a near record high of $2,552 at the current 6.9% mortgage rate. Friends, that's up 50% from a year earlier. One year ago, that median used to be 1704 right, when you calculate it. But that's when mortgage rates were 3%. So you went from 1700 to 2500 literally in less than one year. What is that doing to people? That is a $10,000 increase in what people are having to pay. This is just the median, so it means 50% are paying less and 50% are paying more, but it's a, it's a better measure than the average, okay? It's a much better measure than the average. So if people, that $800 difference is, is meaning that some people are having to uh, look at lesser priced homes than they normally would. And keep that in mind, because there is a strategy when listing your property on, on where to list it and, and how to list it in regards to that price. But pending sales, 32% down year over year. Uh, what else is happening? Supply, right? You always hear the term where they talk about home supply, um, and that's a measure of how fast homes are selling. Well, supply is trending up. Homes are staying on the market earlier. So just like that article mentioned, it's taken twice as long to sell a home as it was uh, just six months ago. So friends, when people say, are we in a recession? You bet we are. Just listening to all of that information, you bet we are. Now, I found another article that I want to share, and it's going to bring us back full circle. But it says home prices are falling, but something weird is happening. And so prices are coming down. But what this article is talking about, it's talking about the frenzy that we just went through. Uh, it starts off, it says, in March 2021, a woman in the D.C. area put her house on the market and got 88 bids, including 76 all-cash offers and 15 from people who hadn't bothered to visit the property in person. Friends, we were there. That's the market we were in just a short time ago. Why is this weird, though? Because now, if home prices are coming down, but you're, people aren't getting the offers that they used to get. They're not getting the crazy frenzy. They're not getting the overprice offers. That house I sold last year, I was uh, we sold it for $15,000 over offer. And I had several people that wanted to buy that that purchase. I had I had a, had a ton to go through, a ton to choose from. I was able to choose the strongest financing. I was able to choose the best candidate and they paid over. That's not happening today, friends. That is not happening at all. So I'm looking at another uh, index. There's one, it's called the Zillow Home Value Index. Uh, it doesn't yet show outright decline, but it shows that home prices have been flat in recent months after two years of strong appreciation. So if you if you look at the year as a whole, 
Uh, prices are still up, but this curve right now is trending down. And there's a graph that says the uh, the post-COVID housing boom is over. And if you're looking at it, you can literally see that big trend down where prices were uh, since January 2020. They're going up, they're going up, they're going up all through 2021, going up, going up. The beginning of 2022, going up, going up. But now we see this curve literally happening just in the last couple of months. So that tells me that housing prices will come down. It says, uh, and keep in mind, real estate is local though. I say that in general terms, there are certain markets where those prices will not, they'll stay flat at best and they won't go down. So when you're looking at properties, you know, make sure you're in a good economy, make sure you're in the right neighborhood. Um, but this article goes on and it says, experts are becoming increasingly worried that we're headed for a major housing correction. A sharp decline in home prices could have some negative effects on the broader economy and home builders might react dramatically and cut back new home construction. Well, they cut back new home construction in 2008 and 2010, and that's part of why we had such a crazy market there the last couple of years, because there's not enough houses for people. There's just not, but you know, it is strange times when there was so much demand for the houses and people are offering more and more and more and the price is going up and up and up and it was a frenzy and now prices are coming down and we don't have that frenzy. If you have any questions or comments on today's show or would like to learn more about investing in real estate, please send me an email, askmike at luinc.com, askmike at luinc.com. I'd like to also invite you to save the date February 15th through 18th, I believe, passes are in sale now for our Wealth and Passive Income Expo and Masters Tour. It's going to be right here in Irving, Texas at the Toyota Music Factory venue. A ton of restaurants, great hotels there. Um, the convention center's there. We're going to have breakout classes. You're going to be able to network with like-minded investors, real estate investors from all over the country. It's a fantastic event. You can get more information at Wealth and Passive Income Expo. Com, wealth and passive income expo.com. So I sold a house last year, and I think we can all agree. I, I cited just a ton of data saying how crazy the market has changed, and it's definitely down. It's definitely right now, it is what I would call a buyer's market. But last year, it was a seller's market. Now, I had a tailwind last year. I knew what I was getting into, uh, and I knew the property would sell quick. Did I take the market for granted? No. Okay. Those were only assumptions at the time. So I didn't take it for granted at all. I figured it would sell quickly and it did, but I still had to get that house ready to sell. That was my strategy. Okay. Um, it was my strategy to essentially sell the property as fast as possible. I didn't want to have extended days on the market. Keep in mind, you uh, the lease comes to an end, so you don't have the tenant in the house, okay? So uh, I let the lease end, and then the tenant moved out, and I prepped the house to sell. And you may be saying, that may be counterintuitive to you. You may be saying, ah, why didn't you just sell it with the tenant in there? I'm telling you, that's not always the best strategy. It's a good strategy if you are selling that property to another investor they don't mind. They still want to come see the property and, and do their assessment and do their math on it and, and make sure it makes sense. But this property had essentially appreciated quite a bit. So it was kind of out of that sweet spot, so to speak, of where another investor would want that property. So I had no resident in there. So essentially, I was in a negative 
income situation. And I did want to sell the property as fast as possible. So what did I do? Um, again, this may be counterintuitive to many of you, but I highly recommend a qualified realtor. Yes, don't get the discount realtor. Don't do the for sale by owner thing. Um, realtors are a very tight-knit group. And I can tell you that those for sale by owners and the discount realtors often don't get the showings from other realtors. So unless you're personally looking at the MLS uh, or know about this property that's for sale, realtors typically won't share that information. If they're having, you know, if there's a discount to the buyer's agent, you might not even know that that home even exists. Uh, or if it's a for sale by owner, uh, you might not know that it's that it doesn't exist. So it's too important to free that income out of that property uh, that I use a qualified realtor every single time. That realtor is, uh, they're worth every penny. Uh, they get that house marketed, they get it showed, uh, they get the pictures, they get everything done that they need to do, and it, it's worth it. So definitely hire the realtor. So that's part of my strategy. I put the home in the best possible condition last year. Now, it was in good shape, but I did some more repairs. I did the touch-up paint on the inside. I made sure the carpets were cleaned. There was no major issues. Uh, if there were, don't try to hide them. Fix them because they're going to get discovered. And if they get discovered by the person buying the property, maybe that turns them off and maybe they walk. And that just means that your property is going to be on the market longer. You don't want your property on the market for a long period of time. The longer it's on the market, the more that people are going to think there's a major issue. Okay, so you want to get that property on the market and put it in the best possible condition. Look good early. So I actually spent on that property. I sold again at the top of the market. I spent about five grand on repairs because I wanted to sell that property. I, I wanted to make it super nice. And obviously when people came in, they said, yes, this property is nice. Uh, it's great. It's a win for us. And we had multiple offers. I'd landscape the outside, which is always a big win, mulch, flowers, that sort of thing. Now, if I was going to continue using that as a rental property, would I have done all the touch up and uh, that sort of thing for a tenant? Um, maybe not to an extent. When we do a make ready between residents, we do clean the house inside now. We do clean the carpets, uh, that sort of thing. But I'm not typically going to paint the outside of the house unless it really needs it. I painted the outside of this property because I wanted to change that color scheme, right? I wanted to kind of go to that gray that seems really popular. It was beige. And so I painted, uh, painted the outside. But my result by doing that, that house was only on the market for 10 days. I had multiple offers. I sold it for 15,000 more than asking. Um, there was a, a, only a five day option period. So that's an aggressive when a buyer comes in and says, Hey, we only want that option period for five days. That's an aggressive buyer when they're telling that to you. Uh, again, this was a seller's market. I probably could have asked for more from that particular buyer. Um, I did not need to do that, though. We had a contract. It sold quickly, and it was great. But what about today's market? Again, interest rates way up, massive inflation. That means in increased pressure on the buyer. So every 1% increase in interest rates really is about thirty to $50,000 of less of a house, if that makes sense, right? So because of those rates, I mentioned earlier that the mortgage expense is now 2,500 and it used to be 1,700 on a medium 
home. Well, a banker may look at an individual that's purchasing a property and they may say, um, because you're spending more on the mortgage, that changes the entire debt to income ratio. So before you might have been able to buy a $350,000 house or a $300,000 house, but now you may need to look at a $250,000 house or a $225,000 house, right? So keep that in mind that that uh, that there's increased pressure on uh, on those buyers of that property. I didn't do five grand on repairs. I did twelve grand. I went ahead and put in new appliances. I went ahead and put in a new toilet in the master uh, bath. I mean, the, the old toilet was fine. It was serviceable. It was in good condition. Um, but it was time to upgrade uh, just to a more modern toilet. So anything you can do to make your house a little better, I did it. I tuned up the uh, H, uh, the the AC, the air conditioner. I tuned that up. Um, I usually do that in between turns anyway. I painted the entire property, inside and outside, all new paint, uh, whereas the house I, last year I only had to do the touch-up on the inside. This one, and I, I changed the scheme, right? We went from that exterior beige to uh, exterior white with black shutters. I mean, it's a good-looking property. Painted the garage door black. Painted the front door black. Uh, put tile in the utility room. Yes, I landscaped the outside. Again, you may be saying, hey, Harrison, you're trying to sell the house. Why are you putting all this money into it? And that's not normally something I would I would put that much into it in between turns with a resident. Why? Because I'm ready to sell this property, okay? I'm ready to sell this property. I'm ready to free the cash. I'm ready to move on to a new opportunity. Um, so I wanted to put this house in the best possible condition. Price, how'd we price it? Well, last year I probably could have sold it for $25,000 more than I'm selling today, roughly. Am I crying over the 25000 No, not in any way, shape, or form. Real estate investing is a long-term process for me, okay? Um, I wasn't ready to sell the house last year. I'm ready to sell it this year. So, yeah, I'm not going to cry over the twenty-five grand. In the huge scheme of things, it's not. It's I'm selling it. The price I'm selling it for today would have been a fair price last year. If, if that makes sense to you. So I'm not crying over the what if, coulda, woulda, shoulda. People get caught in that. They're going to get trapped. Um, and then anytime you're chasing stuff like that, you, you just get in trouble. Now, where did I list this property? Um, keep in mind, there's a mindset when people search for properties to buy. And so they'll uh, they'll set up their search on Zillow or Realtor.com or however, and they typically will do that in $25,000 increments. So where I'm going is, um, for instance, if you want to list your house for $277,000, uh, how many people are doing their search for two seventy-five dollars or below? A lot. People aren't typically putting in the two eighty dollars or, or that sort of thing. So if you're putting in two seventy-five. dollars and you're looking for a house to buy, or your realtor is putting in two seventy five as um, as the level. No one's going to see your property, so price it in twenty five thousand dollar increments and come just under. So if you're thinking your house is worth two seventy seven, I would advise you to list it for two seventy four nine. That way, you're going to pick up those people. Same thing. If you're thinking your house is worth two fifty five, 
list it for 249 okay you may still get the 255 in the right market people are still in certain circumstances for the right property offering a little more than uh, potentially than the price is there so keep in mind when you list it if you want to get as much visitation so to speak online everything's done online now uh, that mindset so what's the result of my property that I'm selling now they're not as strong as the offers last year they're a little different I'm seeing FHA loans which is okay uh, whereas last year I was seeing all conventional loans so we've got the house under contract cross your fingers that it sells definitely a little different in this market but it's the right move for me I want you to remember it's not the money it's the lifestyle. Make it a great day. We'll see you next week. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.